Welcome to the Baron's Hideout Podcast. I'm your host, Dustin. And I'm your co-host, Aaron. Before we get into the movie, we want to take a second of your time to talk about where you can find us online. You can find us on Twitter, which is the BHO underscore podcast. Also on Instagram, which is the Baron's Hideout underscore podcast. Where can they find you, Aaron? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at double AA row. You can find all these links and more on our link tree. Lastly, if you want to support us and a small business, Twisted Allure, you can use our code BHO podcast for 5% off. Come listen if you dare. I'm your host, Dustin. And I'm your co-host, Aaron. Uh, this week, we are doing a... Oh, God. We are mutilating the yeah. mutilator. We, we're doing the mutilator. Um, this is actually a movie I've kind of been dreading on doing. Uh, I watched it for the second time uh, this week for this episode. And I was really hoping that it was going to be better than my first viewing. And boy, was I fucking wrong, man. <laughs> Um, Aaron, this was your first time viewing, so um, I'll let you say a few things about this before Ooh. we jump into everything. Uh, well, <laughs> just the start of it, like, you get that, like, cheesy, tip of, like, 80s, like, just mm-hmm. intro in the music itself. Like, it, it has its place. If they had gone on and done it for, like, 30 seconds or something like that, you know, mm-hmm. um... Oh, wait, no, I'm getting ahead of myself, but still. Um, either way, like, the music, though, I feel like was a little unnecessary, but um, yeah. it does start starting off, it's kind of cool, you know, it sets the tone a little bit, but um, it uh, very quickly just, like, loses the interest, at least in my case. Oh, boy, um, it, it really does. And it's not a long movie at all. Like, it's only, like, an hour and 20 minutes, but I felt like I was watching fucking... It or something like that because you know like a three hour long movie mm-hmm. you know it definitely drags and you you the thing is with this film you want it to grab your attention so badly but it just doesn't it it gets you to that point like yes yes and then you're you're gone you, you've been lost um the kills in this i will say the Some effects are, yeah are are pretty pretty fucking good we are suckers for practical effects here but yeah um they're they're really good but yeah dude the the story is just it it's some of been done before and some of the stuff that they say and how they go about it it's very like Mm -hmm. that's a little a little much i don't know if you needed to say that but um yeah it's definitely not the best movie and i'm sorry to say that to the people that i have talked to saying that we're doing this movie that they're like oh i love the mutilator uh i'm I'm sorry but i'm i'm not one of the lovers of this film uh i will i will say that it's a decent um attempt at a slasher yeah (laughs) i i will say that like i said earlier like it's better than anything i could produce but you know Mm -hmm. it's just it wasn't for me though and i can understand too that a lot of the stuff that contributed to how this movie was a lot of it was very last minute like some mm-hmm. of the actors were kind of uh, thrown in there last minute uh, and that would definitely shape how the outcome is yeah 
Um, but even then, just after you know putting those to the side and just thinking of the movie as a whole and the, the final product and knowing how it kind of goes about is it's it's not good. <laughs> it's not yeah. good. I'm sorry, guys. Um, but before we jump into the actual film, Aaron, if you want to go down some of the people that were in this film, uh, I guess none of these people probably went on to do a good career or anything like that because of the success or not success of this film. All right. So, portraying Ed Jr., we have Matt Mittler. Uh, he was known for cracking up. Beth. Is it Macbeth one? Okay. Beth King of Scotland. Oh, so it's probably not even like a, a big one. Yeah. All right. Um, it's Scarface. New York Knights. A lot of just by the titles, they all sound really bad. I'm I'm sorry. So. There's a Pokemon. Oh God! What are... <laughs> he played a gym assistant. Oh, so yeah, he bottom of the barrel. This this movie fucked his career. <laughs> um, oops. I'm excitement. Um, then we have Ruth Martinez, who plays his girlfriend, Pam. That's another thing I got to address is, like, I forgot who was who in this. Mm-hmm. And they don't really tell you everybody's name until, like, halfway through the film, I, I think. Yeah. Um... Known for the mutilator and mutilator two. There's a second one. Oh, fucking hell, dude! Oh, I guess we got to cover that one at some point, and it put us through even more fucking misery. <laughs> um, and fall break. Fall break is this is this movie, just so everybody knows if you get confused. How much broken? The broken. Nah, that's okay. Yeah. So she was. She didn't go far. <laughs> Unfortunately, sorry for everybody who was part of this film. Literally broken link, huh? Mm-hmm. Here, let me see if I can get you the IMDb on oh. my phone while you go through that one. Um, there we go. Bill Hitchcock. Alf. I think he was a uh, last-minute um, uh, add-on to the to the cast as well. Okay. That's the actual app, so it should work a little bit oh, better okay. for you. Um, so he played Ralph. Uh, he was also in the sequel and in Fall Break. Um, which must have something. Wait, to do he with. was in this in the sequel, but yeah. didn't spoil alerts right now. But didn't he fucking die? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. But I mean, it must be saying something though. The, the mutilator two and fall break movie uh, don't even have pictures. Yeah, like, the links it. and stuff are broken. Yeah. So if a... anybody has um, any idea of where we can watch these, if they're actually a thing, um, let me know. They were like just ideas that never made it, but yeah. Um, and then he was played an extra in 1985. Cat's Eye. Okay. Connie Rogers, who played Sue, was, I believe, um, Yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, just a mutilator. Oh, wow. This. Real low. Uh, that was just that was the top build cast, too. Um, Seriously? Yeah. Oh, my. Um, yeah, a lot of it's just side characters. Yeah, so nobody that we really need to worry about. Um, the movie was directed by Buddy Cooper. Yeah. Written. Do you have any uh, budgets or anything like that listed on there? Sometimes IMDb doesn't like to give us budgets, which is really fucking dumb. 
450,000. Okay, that's not bad. But no... Which I feel like I was reading one, because uh, I was doing my own little research on it last night, too, and I feel like I read something that was like a million, which made it even more disappointing for yeah. me. Yeah. Like, you got that much money, and... You kind of just threw it all away. So I'm, I think a lot of that was probably to persuade these people to do this film. I really, really do. It's like, bribe. <laughs> yeah, here's a bunch of money to go and do this, and it's bad that IMDb doesn't even list the fucking box office, like, actual what it what it made. So that Probably didn't even make the... It, it probably didn't make anything back and um, I do have one fun fact that I will say that there was actually two versions that they released theatrically they released an unrated one first uh, it, I, it didn't tell me how long it was released but after they did that they did an R rated um, theatrical this was technically released twice in the theater which is really really dumb um, and another really fun fact is that this movie was originally supposed to be called Fall Break, and you can I tell can that. Tell. <laughs> yeah. you, can, you can kind of uh, understand when the title card comes up, and also they're singing the Fall Break song, and the reason why it was changed so to <laughs> changed to the Mutilator at the last second was for a marketing idea, which is... Uh, I, I don't know if that was like the, the best uh, idea. You probably could have stuck with Fall Break, considering that's what they talk about the whole movie is... Yeah, we're going on a break. Yeah, it's fall. <laughs> yeah, we're going we're going on a break. And it, yeah, I feel like it. Like, not that the mutilator doesn't fit because I mean he fucking mutilating He's these people. Mutilating but people, yeah. I feel like fall break. You know, it's a little more vague and kind of leaves more up to the imagination. And you're kind of like, oh, okay, what's gonna happen on this fall break? You know. I wonder what happened to them not changing the title card to oh, stay the mutilator. Maybe budget restraints. Maybe, or maybe because they, st- they still had the song, so they thought if they took out that, that title card, maybe it, it would have not have yeah. fit that best, and it would have turned people off, even though this uh, or just get turned rid of you the off. Song. I mean, it's, like I said, 30 seconds of it, you know, for, like, one scene of them driving down to the freaking place, and that's fine, but, like, it comes up, like, five times throughout the movie, and it's yeah. like, ball break. Yeah, and <laughs> also the pacing on this, like, well, when we actually start getting into the film is really kind of not great they try to do a lot of comical stuff which it's fine horror and comedy mix it's the reason why you know there's so many horror comedies out and a lot of other things that take influence from it but when you are doing like an actual comedy sketch for like 15 minutes and nothing horror is happening nothing in the horror genre is happening (laughs) yeah or like nothing happens it's um not great yeah, I think you probably should have took that back to the drawing board, um, in my opinion. But um, um, uh, let's get some uh, maybe Rotten Tomatoes. Ooh, yeah, I haven't, I have not seen the scores, Aaron. I'm not looking at your phone. <laughs> I promise. I almost looked at the Rotten Tomatoes just to get some quotes and stuff out um, earlier, but I decided I'm gonna wait until we do this. I'll just look at IMDb and I'll let Aaron, you know, quiz me on the um, Rotten Tomatoes. So uh, give it to me, dude. Mutilator, 1984. Uh a tomato meter score three reviews oh god <laughs> oh my god this is the, the hardest i have laughed at a review count ever three like actual critic reviews <laughs> holy fuck oh fucking like 38 or some shit for like i, I i'd have to do that i'm gonna, I'm gonna say a 38 yeah 
this, this. Just mines. <laughs> it didn't even <laughs> nope, meet the requirement. And they probably have to have like a, a, a like something. maybe like ten reviews or something, or five reviews to kind of even out. You know, like to, like Let's five see what is those a three good. Three reviews say though. Oh my fucking god! So we got Richard Propes from IndependentCritic.com as you watch slasher flicks for the quality slashing and that's it and it's he rated it as like a positive review but that's just like a neutral statement it's just like yeah i watch slasher movies to get people see people getting slashed dude this is <laughs> oh i'm glad i fucking we well we picked this one like obviously this was my choice to add on it and i'm really happy that we did because this reaction from me is super rare when it comes to a movie Especially when it comes to reviews, knowing only mm-hmm. three people reviewed it Ooh, critically. Like one. Christopher Michelle from Cineview um, gave it a two out of five. And he says, there's no reasonable measure by which the mutilator can be classed as a good film. Okay. <laughs> Straight okay. to the point. Yeah, dude, I'm on you on that one, man. <laughs> like, I don't really, like, you know, go along with negative reviews, but I'm on you with that one, man. Yeah. So, you want to take a whack at the audience score? 500 plus ratings? I have to tell you, Aaron, since you just saw you, oh, you showed me the show screen. I'm, oh, I'm, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll pretend. Um, 15? 24. Oh, it's 24. 24. How, how many? Um, 500 plus. Okay, give me a couple of the, um, the reviews from them. All right, Scott G says on December 21st, 2021, awful, lame horror movie. Crap, that was only made to make money. Avoid this dreadful film, so don't fall for the neat, the neat poster. It is a terrible movie. Yeah, I, I like, do have to say the poster. I mean, if you take out the fucking by sword, by pick, by act, yeah. by by shit, it's yeah, a pretty got, good poster. Yeah, you got a nice eighties like horror slasher, you know, poster. But, but dude, those those words, by sword, pick, by axe, by by. Oh, God, you just automatically you know not to watch this fucking movie. Right. If you uh, okay, no, watch this movie, but as a party movie, get a bunch of people together. Don't like if people haven't seen this and they don't suspect anything to say it's a really good slasher. And like Aaron, like I told you it, going into this, it's a fucking shit movie. So I already told you like what you were getting yourself into. But if you do this as a party thing and letting everybody know that's there, like this is a great film. Just watch their people. reactions when things happen. And <laughs> I guarantee it'll be it'll be great. Very cheesy, very fun. Typical teens getting killed one by very one. Fun. Best of all, the fall break song will burn into your brain. And yes, uh, it fucking did. But they said very fun. No, no, very boring and bland. Very, very much so. Pretty dumb average 80 slash difference. Killer spoilers, dad. Which is... yeah. I knew that in the beginning of the friggin' movie. Yeah. Ex- that's Within the first thing. two minutes, I'm like, oh, the dad's the killer. Yeah, so, like, we're not even spoiling anything in there for you guys. It's literally, it's right there. Um, one <laughs> other, <laughs> one um, other fun fact I can say that this is something that a lot of movies don't do. This one was shot in chronologically order, in a chronological order, huh. which means that they were doing from you know beginning to end. They weren't doing anything in between. Which so. is probably the approach I would have for like, because like I like a very linear like, you know, I couldn't yeah. jump all over the place like that. It yeah. would throw me off. And um, this isn't really a fun fact. I mean, I'm gonna list it here because it's not many good ones. It's mm-hmm. um, they put milk in the pool 
to um make it seem like um you know cloudy really yeah which why because i mean even when you when you watch that scene it's so dark you can't even yeah can't even fucking tell yeah, the whole movie is very dark it really is um it always like throughout the whole movie like i think probably because it is but like it looks like it's like that time where it's like 3 a.m and you're outside and it's like light but it's also dark you know yeah I mean? um any other facts or anything that you can pull through on rotten tomatoes that you uh, out or uh, they don't have a budget or anything or uh, not budget but um you know what i mean box office Really? Damn, that was the last spot. Wait, what? Is, go back? Oh, for, uh, for a second, I thought they had a different runtime. I thought I said two hours and 26. <laughs> I was like, what? That was a different cut. An extended version. Know. Yeah, Buddy Cooper did everything on this, right? Yeah. I Directed think even his wife... Wrote. I think his wife um stepped in the last minute to be the mother that's... um um Spoiler, gets shot in the beginning. Really? Yeah, huh. I think so. I think that's another fun fact that I um, I wrote. But um, I think if that's really all that we have before we jump into this um, shit show of awfulness, um, we. What do you say? Four days of R and R at the beach. I'm in. Suzanne, I'm in. Sounds good to me. I got a bad feeling about this. They thought their vacation would be fun. They were wrong. Dead wrong. He's what's called a trophy hunter. Boom, 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 boom. Dad used to tell me that he'd hunted everything but man. jump right into the mutilator uh aaron do you want to do the honors of kicking off this atrocious hit show yes okay so we start off it's a normal like normal household you know mother's there must be um somebody's birthday she's working on a cake uh birthday cake she's in the kitchen um but then you pan over to another room and uh you got um, a young boy, and uh, he's putting up a sign that says, Happy Birthday, Daddy. Um, all clean by me. Um, and you'll notice he's putting it on a um, 
gun cabinet. Mm-hmm. With a lot of guns. Oh, yeah. So his dad must be, like, a hunter or... Um, but... Anyways, um, so he ends up taking out one of the guns to clean it. And, uh... Being, a, you know, a little boy, he's got a gun in his hand. He's pointing it around, having fun. Not realizing it. Loaded. He even like something you don't do. You don't look down the barrel. Like I know his hand wasn't anywhere near the trigger, mm-hmm. but you don't look down the barrel unless it's a like a you know dis, uh, dissembled like a gun or something. If you're cleaning mm-hmm. it, that's one thing. But if it's fully intact and yes, these guns are loaded and they're in a fucking cabinet. Yeah, which is another thing you don't do if you like um for it's like. Gun safety 101, if you're owning a gun, unload it when you put it away. You don't want to keep these things hot, you know? It's just common sense. Yeah, so it's it's fucking dumb. Um, So, uh, he pulls it out, he starts cleaning it, um, pointing it around, um, ends up pulling the trigger, and um, ends up shooting through the kitchen door and killing his mother, which I feel like wouldn't um like I, like I don't know like the specifics of like velocity and all that shit but I feel like it wouldn't have killed her on impact like that you know and yeah like, I, I was definitely thinking the same thing I mean it is a hunting rifle we gotta think of mm-hmm. that but it did go through a pretty thick fucking wooden door and it went into her her back her back and it, I don't did it go all the way through that I don't I don't remember if it went all the way through but, I mean, yeah, she would have suffered a back injury. Like, obviously, her, she probably wouldn't be able to walk after yeah, this. Yeah, but, like, I don't think she would have died that quick, though. Or no. Or that quick, you know? No, I think, um, like, she doesn't even say anything. She literally falls to the ground dead. Just, ah. Yeah, that's that's it. <laughs> yeah, and... and that's another thing, the acting in this movie. Like, it's, uh, it's bad, but not even in a way that's, like, you know, like, playful and, like, yeah, campy. It's, it's just they, bad. They try, like... You can tell that um, Buddy was definitely trying to go off the you know, the tales of all like the, the horror comedies yeah. that were, were coming out, all the slashes that were coming out at that time. This is 1984, you said? Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of movies that were coming out um, during that time and even before then. Like, we already had like, the, like Evil Dead out, so you can, you can see that maybe he was trying to do some sort of like slapstick stuff yeah. with that in this film. But it just didn't come off that way. No, it came off very dry, very just trying way too hard to make something that it's already been made before basically. Like if you if it was just a guy going or if we Okay, listen to me. If we were through the eyes of the killer and the killer only, we didn't, you know, have any like uh like we would know a little bit of the people who were being killed but if it was just a killer and it was we were seeing him set up like this whole garage and and you know planning up like where he's gonna like hang these people and whatnot oh, yeah. i think it would have been so much better going through his eyes and not of especially since it's called the mutilator too like yeah i think it'd be more focused on him yeah exactly but no. Like, I think, yeah, like, from his perspective, I think it would have been a really cool movie. Yeah. I think uh, he was trying to... The only movie I can kind of think that um, he was tr- probably trying to emulate, but I don't remember the fucking year it came out, is Pieces. Oh, and yeah. we reviewed Pieces. I think that might have been 84, too, actually. And that, that's wrong. a movie that we love, and I know that's a movie a lot of people, you know, kind of despise. Um, so it's kind of weird that we're doing a, a movie that's flip-flop of that, 
that we're doing a movie that we fucking hate, but there's a lot of people that love this movie. Yeah. Even though we're, there was only three critical fucking <laughs> reviews <laughs> and shit on it. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's really funny to, to see um, stuff like that happen with, with us, you know. But, um, yeah, so uh, the mother is instantly dead from one bit. Yep. And, um, anyways, uh, so the boy see, sees this. He's like, shit. Yeah. I just, I fucked up. So he runs in. Um, he sees his mom dead on the ground. He's kind of just like, you know, he's like holding her. He's like, and then the father just happens to stroll on in. Perfect timing there, dude. Um, and, uh, so he sees that she's dead and the son starts to back away and like he is he, he he must have this father must have a history of fucking like beating his kid because the son knew right he's like I'm running away he's like yeah. um but he, the guy didn't even say anything he just goes up and starts like slapping him and like yeah but then he like drags his wife um into the next room he's like sitting with her he's like pouring whiskey in her mouth and... it's so weird like i don't i don't understand that scene i was trying to i was yeah, like it's... maybe he's trying to like have like a last moment with her but she's dead she's like not doing anything it's like yeah i don't i don't understand and another thing that that's really weird too is that you hear sirens oh, coming yeah. into the house too but nobody Oh. Yeah, unless the son did, but like he was probably like just fucking crying in the corner because he just yeah he 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 was he was definitely shocked by what just happened yeah which you know I would be too but like I feel like the father also had no right to get pissed at the son granted your son's a fucking dumbass for you know yeah but he's also a dumbass for holding you know hot weapons in the cabinet yeah he should have had his guns locked and yeah not having it locked either was another thing like the cabinet you could just go in there willy nilly and another thing she moves the he moves the um the the sign puts it on his mom like what what kind of context is that it's like happy birthday daddy all cleaned by me like that's weird he's trying to like put it um on his son i mean it, it already was yeah. you know but uh um, but yeah but you know like he was trying to yeah i see know. what you mean because yeah. like if i was an, a police officer and i saw like you know that the fucking the husband's there and the wife's dead i'm gonna assume it's the husband you you, know? you always always suspect the, the spouse first yeah. you know you always go to them but yeah so um yeah he's sitting with her um and like he's drinking with a dead body, puts a sign on his her body, and then the boys just kind of watching yeah. in the kitchen, and um, then we cut to several years later. Yeah, they don't even give us. Did they even say like how many years? I, I think, I think it's it like does, eighteen years or does no, it no, say maybe that? Not eighteen. Um, I I, can't I don't remember. even remember a title card saying how many years. Probably not. I think it just kind of fades. But yeah, so you're kind of like, who are these people? <laughs> like right off the bat. Yeah. Um, but you can you kind of figure it out pretty quick though. But mm-hmm. um, so we meet Ed Junior again, who is all grown up now. He's like a college student, mm-hmm. and um, he's at a local bar, with a couple of his friends, and they are they're just you know going back and forth about how they have nothing to do for their fall break. Yeah. Um, and uh, <clears throat> anyway, so then um. Ed ends up, you know, they're just shooting, you know, like, his friends keep trying to steal his beer, and yeah. just, like, which is a little funny, but, um, but, yeah, so they're just kind of, like, all, like, the stereotypical, like, sitcom, like, buddies, like, hey, yeah, you know. Literally, yeah. <laughs> um, 
So he gets a phone call at the bar. Uh, which is also really weird. So maybe he frequents there a lot or, yeah. or something. But... I mean, if his dad had an alcohol problem, then he probably does now, too. Yeah. Um, Knowing you killed your mother, too. Yeah. It doesn't help. <laughs> Definitely not. Um, Major trauma there. Yeah. Um. So he gets a phone call, and it turns out to be from his dad, who he never hears from. No. Just out of the blue, like, um, hey, I need you to come lock up. Yeah, <laughs> he asks him to lock up his like uh, beach house or whatever it is or his condo. condo. Yeah, um, and so he tells him about this phone call. He's like, "I just that was my dad." He was like, "He never calls me unless he wants something." And he's like, "Fuck him, I ain't doing this shit." Yeah. Um, and then his friends eventually end up trying to convince him, you know, or convincing him, "Hey, let's go up there together and let's just have a good time. Let's party up there." Yeah, and we're all full of break. We got nothing else to do. Yeah. Um, which as college kids, you know, you know, might as well. I see the, you know, the, um, the word. Yeah. I know what you're trying to say. Yeah. Like the, why you would want to. Yeah, temptation. That's the word. Um, you know, you get a whole beach house to yourself, but, um, anyway, um, he, uh, he ends up getting paper, writing down, like, the address, I assume, and all the information in the house. Yeah. Um, but... Anyways, while he's on the phone, uh, his girlfriend, Pam... Was it Pam? Pam, yeah. yeah. Um, the only one I remembered, by the way. Yeah, honestly. Um, and she's telling the rest of the friends about his history. Mm-hmm. About um, how he, you know, shot his mother. And, you know, it's a tragic accident. Yeah. And, um, so he never heard from his father. And, but, uh, and it drove his father crazy. So, like, that's the, you know, he kind of cut his losses. And, um, so, but his father, known as Big Ed, who's a hunter and survivalist, um, he's a, he was always, like, you know, she's giving more backstory. Yeah. He's, like, always, like, you know, like, hard on his wife, hard on his son. Yeah. And, Just, a, you know, the, the typical asshole father of, like, the, the 80s and shit like that, mm-hmm. you know? It's always um, being abusive, uh, like actually abusive. Yeah, but uh, you know, since um, you know, his mother ended up uh, being ruled an accident. Um, you know, like it's just you know he never really got any closure, no. and like you know that would drive me crazy too. But yeah, not, but not to the to point. The, I was just gonna say not <laughs> to the point of where, where this goes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so he tells them over the phone. He's like, "Oh, I want to come close my condo for the winter." He's like, "I can't do it," um, you know. But uh, anyways, yeah, they're like, "Oh, it'll be easy." Yeah, blah, we'll, blah, we'll blah. go do that, dude. Let's let's go have a good time. Um, so yeah, they end up getting into the car and driving off to the condo, and there is our intro. <laughs> um, let's get this road trip on the road. What a great fucking quote. Let's get this road trip on the road. Like, there's a lot of really shitty quotes in here, and um, I have them all written down for the ones that I was laughing at. Like, why the fuck did you say that? And that one is bad. <laughs> Let's get this road trip on the road. Come on, it's man. So fucking eighties. Oh shit. <laughs> a fall break title card and the fall break song. Yeah, yep. with really, really, really bad. Like, just. I guess montage of them driving and it goes on for way longer than it needs to mm-hmm. like the movie could have been shorter than it like not that it was a long movie but you know they could have cut out like five minutes there yeah 
And um, one other thing, I can take it for a little bit if you want, Aaron, is after this, when they, when they get to the gas station, did you realize that weird fucking freeze frame? Like when he's opening up the, the hood of the car and it just stays still for like no, five or ten seconds? I didn't, actually. There's a lot of weird things that happen in, in this. I don't know if it was just, maybe it was Shudder on my end, but I remember it also happening the first time I watched this. Is like he opens up the hood of the car and they're all sitting there and it's the music is still playing. But they're and, just stuck. But you hear them talking too, and like doing oh. stuff, and he's just there holding it open, and then it starts to play after the song well, completely ends. I'm gonna have to go back and look for that. Yeah, so they go there, and um, uh, they're going at a gas station, I guess, to you know, f- uh, fuel up, and also Ralph wants to go get some beers, and um, I don't know what the fuck the point of this was, but when he goes to talk to the, the clerk, and it's got you know the the senior citizen oh, yeah. discount, and he thinks it's being smart. He's like, what if I go get two cases of beer, and I'll no. give you this certain amount of money? He's bargaining with them. Yeah, and, and the the clerk's like, yeah, okay. And then <laughs> after they go and leave, like he was even like, oh my god, this guy's a sucker. I just got two cases for cheap. And then one of the ladies is like, oh, another more college students thinking they can get two cases of beer for for less money or or whatever. <laughs> I was just like, oh my god, this is so fucking bad, man. Um, I don't I don't know what the point of that was. Maybe to do some sort of commentary on how college students are or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But they uh, they finally arrive at the condo. Okay, red flag number one. The door's wide open. The give is like, hey, the doors are wide open over <laughs> here, and they're like, that's ah, all right. They they probably just left. It's like, bro, no. When you go, I don't care where you're going. If it's a family member's house or a friend's house, and you have to go there to do something for somebody. If nobody's supposed to be home and the door's open. Yeah, that's another thing. If the door is wide open. You don't fucking stay there. Like, the, his logic is like, oh, well, you know, if, um, like, I'll call tomorrow if, uh, you know, so, so, something happens. Like, I'll, I'll report it the next day. Like, I'll stay a full night and, and see see what happens. And mm. like, fucking no. And also, like, the kitchen is, like, riddled with beer cans yeah. everywhere. That's another, like, fucking red flag. And also, red flag number two. Yeah, there's no cops around here. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> there's, there's no police station around there at all. It's like, yeah, there is. But it's, or anything. but it's like, I guess they said like across the, the bridge or some shit. Oh, yeah. And uh, another thing is like when they go into the, the living room, another quote is, geez, would you look at all this shit? Great quote, man. <laughs> Great fucking quote. Because <laughs> there's like um, heads of like, you know, um, all the animals, oh, I yeah, guess. Like trophies, yeah. Yeah, that um, I guess Big Ed uh, killed. And um, Ed like Ed Junior, which I'm just gonna say Ed, um, explains that um, what why he has all that stuff because his father's and also they take a girl takes off like shark teeth or whatever and he has oh, to yeah. explain that it's it's from a, a shark. What is this? Those are as a jaw from a shark, bitch. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking stupid. And while all this is going on too, is we see, okay. The father is the same father from the beginning of the movie, <laughs> and they try to play it off like it's somebody like, else. He's in the garage, mm-hmm. and it's like, what the fuck, you know? Um, why? Like, obviously, us as the viewers are gonna know that's the same person. So if they're trying to play like a who did it, 
type thing. It's it's it didn't work. it's not working here. So, sorry. So um, we keep getting like flashes of that and whatnot, and um, then they find that the axe is missing on the battle axe. <laughs> yeah, the the battle axe of all things, you know, is um is what they find in the and they're like, oh well, my dad probably you know took it home, so it, it's fine. Yeah, but then like his girlfriend like insists on like. Yeah. Reporting to the police is like, I'm telling you, there's no police around here. There's like a sheriff across the, you know, the town, but, you know, yeah. the beach patrol enforces the law around here. Yeah, it's it's really, really fucking dumb. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'll just, you know, call it in tomorrow or whatever. And then they start making out, and, and the kitchen is another thing that starts happening. Uh, it's, um, um, is it Mark and Linda? Was it Mike and Linda? I forget. I think it's Mark and Linda, the ones that are like super horny all the time. Their names, yeah. Um, and they're going in there, but Ed's just going by, grabbing a beer or whatever, and it's completely fine, and like nothing's going on. And then Ham goes to start a fire, and I think it's Sue is like, "That's a good idea." <laughs> it's like, what the? Fu-? Of course, it's a good idea. Like, obviously, it's probably fucking cold. You're right by the water. Yeah. Um, and then. I think um, the father is dreaming of his son oh yeah you get those like uh like dreams of like him killing his son yeah like different ways um and they find the picture too of the bloody dude yeah um and which that's actually a cameo of buddy fuck what's his last name um buddy cooper buddy cooper i can't even remember the guy's name that's actually buddy cooper that's oh, the director shit. that's that's huh. him, which is pretty funny yeah, they're like, who's this guy? And like, oh, it's just some guy that my dad ran over with a ski boat. Mm. Like, why the fuck do you have a picture of him? It was an accident. That's literally how he says it, too. It was an accident. It was an accident. Um, anyway. Uh, sorry. Um. Yeah, I think, um, so I have it so that they go into the garage. Yep. And they start talking about a lot of, like, I don't know sharp there's like a bunch of sharp things and shit because we kind of get like an overview of like what it looks like down there oh um, yeah because yeah. the dad is he's like in that little, in like a little closet like it almost looks like he's laying down like in a like a um little hut there not a hut but like a, um like yeah. a little crawl space or something yeah and uh, i think it's once again mark and linda that are in there and he takes like pliers and starts like undoing uh, yeah. the shirt yeah, they're, like fucking with everything she keeps trying to go into the door where the father is and yeah uh, he keeps pulling it away. Yeah. Um, um. Uh. So, dude, this I get I get so lost at this point because. Yeah, see what I mean? It, like, it's it loses you real fast. I think this is when they all decide to go on that that walk or or some shit like yeah. that. What the fuck? I I'm I have my notes here, and even my notes are fucking confusing me. Um, I know that they have a dinner at, at some point, and um, they yeah, start talking. Yeah, and Linda to... go for a walk on the beach, and then yeah. the others are like inside there playing games and shit. Um, yeah, but then um, Mike and Linda have been gone for a while, so Pam starts to get worried. Yeah, so that's that's what happens. Like, there's not really much that happens. Like, this is when it starts kind of kicking off. You're like, oh, so this is gonna be really good, and um, it just um, it doesn't pick up though. No. Um, so they all go start looking out on the beach for uh, Mike and Linda. Yeah. And uh, 
And they're also being stalked all the time. They could get like the kind of POV oh, um, like... shot of the father also looking through like bushes and stuff, mm-hmm. which is kind of a cool thing because you know that that was kind of happening at this point of the, the POV shots. Yeah. So they're kind of just following along with other places. I mean, not other places, other films and stuff we're, yeah. we're doing. Not quite to the extent of opening scene. I yeah. love that so much. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyways. Yeah, so they end up finding a swimming pool. Uh, yep. Heated swim pool, apparently. And it has a bunch of chlorine. Is it safe to go in? Yeah, it should be all right. <laughs> like that, a lot of the dialogue is literally like that. It's just like so, like, monotone and like bland. Yeah. Um. A lot, they're all throwaway characters. Like, I'm sorry, but every single one of them. Oh, yeah. Throwaway. Like, not one memorable thing until the very, very end. Mm-hmm. But just the whole thing is it's it's really trashy, you know. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they decide to like go into some random person's pool and. Yeah, that's another thing too. It's like go skinny dipping. And the lights keep turning on and off and on and off, and it's like not even questioning it. Oh, I'll just turn it back on. (laughs) It's like what the what the hell, you know? Like no, that's that's not how it goes. Like. I understand that they're they're fucking horny as shit. Like, don't get me wrong. He's, I think he even says this thing. It's like, um, you know, chlorine will will kill herpes or some oh shit God. like that. <laughs> like, really, dude? Um, yeah, it says uh, it probably prevents herpes. <laughs> and then they, we get like a really like when they're undressing, we don't really see nudity until they're in the water. They're in the water, but like we have a shot of them like undressing and it's so slow and long it's unnecessary yeah like we all know horror movies have fucking naked chicks in them but yeah it was a must you know (laughs) um but then she they're like playing around the pool very playfully too i'm Uh, I'm sorry but if a a pool just got chlorine in it you are not supposed to go in because one it'll it's fuck up your skin disperse, right yeah and if you get that in your eyes um when it's not dilated enough like that you're oh diluted sorry diluted, diluted. <laughs> dilated i don't even know what the fuck i'm saying but yeah it's it's just not good and once again the lights keep fucking turning on and off i would have dipped and then they're like let's play hide and seek <laughs> what the, the fuck and then we get like different I times i guess but <laughs> and uh I think we get a, a couple of reuses of shots of them coming out of the water mm-hmm. a couple of times. And oh, they, yeah. They seem all confused. They're like, oh, where are they? And then they go back in and... <laughs> oh, oh, where is she? And then we start seeing that the, the father is um is there um, and just... Ends up, she ends up getting pulled under and drowned. Right. But, like, Mark doesn't notice. Yeah, I know. He, he just... He keeps popping up while the dad's dragging her like out because he um, he's in the water and like pulls her down yep. and like you know drowns her and then takes her out and then um, while all this is going on, Mark is Marco oblivious, <laughs> oblivious to everything of of not seeing one thing, uh, and then he gets out. And all his uh, clothes are missing because, you know, the dad took the clothes away. And um, he says, what's this? A little game, eh? Oh, my God. It's just so fucking bad. So he follows the trail of clothes and it leads him back to the garage. And this is our first, like, actually kind of cool kill is when he goes up to um, where the the, the dad is. And he opens it up and he has a, 
Oh, the blade. The, the blade gun thing. Oh, I, from the uh, the boat engine. Yeah, so he has the thing that he ran over the other guy with and kills it, kills Mark with it, which is just kind of cool. And then they get hung by these bolts or hook things. Oh, yeah, that they're are like in. hooks or something, like butcher hooks. So I guess he's trying to keep them as, as trophies or some shit like that. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, the which would make sense. Yeah, because he's got all the fish and a deer and whatnot. Yeah, so it's like, you're in my new trophies. Like, I think that would have been kind of cool if they went down the, the road of him, like, hunting humans now and taking their heads as trophies instead of it just being a mindless and killing. And they, like, discover, like, a friggin', like, trophy room with all these, like, yeah, yeah something like that. That, that I think that would have been, like, way better. Like, there's a lot of things you could have done to make this a lot more palatable, mm-hmm. I think. Um, sure. When the, when the kills happen, they are nice, but that's really the only thing that I think that, that has holds it together. Yeah. yeah, and then uh, at this point is when uh, the group is still like looking for uh, for them, and then like a, a cop just shows up out of nowhere, even though they said that there's no police, no yeah. police over here. He's like, "What are you doing over on the beach?" And he's like, "Oh, we're looking for our friends." And then Ralph says this, oh my god, this one fucking thing. He says, there's no murderers or rapers around here, are there? <laughs> uh, like That's another thing. There's a lot of like weird like talk of like rape and um, just a lot, of, a lot of weird sex talk. But rape is definitely brought up quite a bit in this that is very off-putting. Um, I, don't, I don't know why they had to keep talking about stuff like that. It's, it's really bad. Uh, and then, yeah, the, then the officer goes back, and he has this radio, and he calls in. And even on the radio, the guy is really bad. He's like, Roger, man, we know where you are. Because <laughs> he tells them where they are. It's like, I don't think cops talk no, <laughs> like just fucking like, Well, because I don't think they're real cops either. I think they're just, like, patrol like, people patrol, of yeah, the beach. The beach yeah. So they're probably just, like, fucking stoners. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, he starts to investigate, but I can let you talk about that yeah. one. Um... So yeah, they uh, they tell him that the house may have been broken into, that his axe was missing. Um, yep. But uh, so he ends up going to investigate the house, and he's looking around, capitated by Big Ed with the yeah. battle axe. Is it the axe or is it a machete? I could not fucking tell. Because first it's well, stabbed into battle his battle axe, but okay, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that then because it was like stuck in his face, and then he yeah. takes it out. And then yeah, it's so smooth him. like butter. Yeah. Um. So then, um, Ed and the rest of his friends they end up going back to the house, you know. Yep. Um, and they're they're playing blind man's, man's bluff, <laughs> which I haven't heard of that since I was in like elementary school. I don't think I've ever heard of blind. It sounds familiar. I've never book. played it. Actually, no, I played it once. I I lied. I played it at a birthday party for a long time ago. It was like a sleepover. Mm-hmm. Um. But, yeah, this was the first time in, like, 20 years that I've heard Blind Man's Bluff. Huh. Um, It's a fun game. Sue offers to um, go up first, and everyone else goes outside to drink beer. Pam. Pam? I think it's Pam. Does it say something different there? Uh, it says Sue offers. Okay, I'll take take that instead. But they could be wrong. Forget what I said. They're all, none of the characters in the (laughs) <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, she got volunteers to be first. Everyone goes outside to start drinking beer. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, as she's turning all the lights off and hiding, um, they're finishing up. They go back inside, and Big Ed sneaks out. 
and he goes around to the back. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Pam ends up finding her hiding behind the cooler. Um, and then uh, she ends up hiding next to her under the table. Yep. Where Ralph finds them both, and he ends up hiding. Yeah, and then he says another thing because I think um, Sue, whoever the fuck it is, says something about being groped. And he said, uh, "Would you rather get groped in the light?" Like, why? Why is there so much it's talk in this shit? Like, I understand hurt. like that the college students and whatnot, and yeah. obviously you're a bit horny um, at, at that age too, especially if you're still in college. But like, yeah. you don't you don't gotta be talking about that, especially to uh, your girlfriend and shit. That's just very, very off-putting so, to it's me. It's a matter of respect. Oh, and another thing, too, is that they're acting like this This house is dark as fuck. Because uh, they're all, like, I don't... I know, like, you're supposed to be in a dark setting, but they're acting like it's so dark. Because mm-hmm. they're all, like, walking around, like, oh, what is this? And there's also scenes, too, when there's lights on. Oh, yeah. Like, there's, like, there's very weird things that happen. It's like they weren't paying attention or something. Something that just got missed, yeah. Like, they, they still left lights on that, um, that worked. And <laughs> they didn't, like, shut anything off to, uh, you know, make the game more, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But, um, anyways, yeah, so they're all hiding, and, um, uh, um, and then, uh, Big Ed, he's, uh, kind of wandering around the house, um, yeah. and he ends up walking right by them. And that's um, another thing I'm saying. It's like they're acting like it's so dark in there they didn't see him yeah, right. at all when he was right there. Like, I think even Ralph at one point almost touches his leg or some shit. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So, I don't you know think... they thought it was, like, Ed Jr. or something, but... Yeah, but you can clearly tell him. Even the one who's, like, standing behind the fridge it has clear view of everything, and it, it doesn't even see. Yeah. And Ed Jr. comes up, and he's like, who wants a beer? And then, like, the father just, like... Like, you know, he said, nobody even noticed. He just walks right outside. and Yep, he's fine. He's like, I'm going back to my fucking hidey hole over here. <laughs> and then it's bedtime. Yep. Everybody's in bed for the night. Um, Ralph and Sue are making out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, feeling each other up, all that fun shit. Um, and then she uh, she ends up bringing up, oh, we've got to lock the front door. Yep. So um, he leaves to go find Linda and Mike door and um you know thinking that they're gonna be there but he finds underwear yeah and um ends up throwing uh one of those like little like fucking rock star things it's called a, it says it's called a pyramid stinger i don't know what they're used for but um, uh, it must be some kind of like fishing thing but yeah um ends up like throwing one at the door and hitting it um and big ed jumps out Stabs him in the throat with a pitchfork. Yeah. Oh, another thing I want to I want to um, touch on too is before he he leaves the room with his girlfriend, mm-hmm. when she says, "Well, if you hurry back, it's fine." And they, they speed it up. Like, oh like, yeah. Boop, boop. Like they do like a really like comedy sketch thing with him. Like, okay, be right back, and he changes and goes. Oh, yeah. And then it goes right back to normal. Mm. It's like what? There's just so much that's out of place and it just it doesn't or make it's not used right, you know. It doesn't make any sense. Um, so yeah, yeah, he gets fucking pitchfork, which is a pretty cool kill, to, to be honest. Yeah. Um. So then Pam hears something going on and she tries to wake up Ed. Yeah. Um. Then Sue goes looking for Ralph. Ed gets inside, and uh, up taking like 
some was it like take take something off the wall or I don't know. It takes the um the, the hook thing. Oh, is that what it is? Is that the fishing hook thing? The I big so. big hook. Yeah. Yeah. That's oh, what yeah, that that's is. right. Is it called the gaff in this? I don't know. I I call it a, a, a sharp fish hook. Sharp fish. Go with that. Um, but uh, yeah, he ends up grabbing the sharp fish hook. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh yeah, he takes off the wall. She uh, wakes up Ed, and they end up going looking for the others and find Sue. Mm-hmm. Um, she says she is in the outfit. So yeah, he up... was also out looking for yeah for him. So they end up splitting up. Yep, because dude, as soon literally as soon as they break, he fucking snags her. Like she doesn't even like take two steps, and. Yeah, he drags her into the garage and he like chops her up. Yeah, it's actually a pretty gruesome kill because he takes the thing and like it looks like he puts it like in her like vagina. Oh, the and hook, then yeah. like like stabs it through her her stomach. Like that's what it looks like. Like uh, I'm, yeah, I don't... was fucking. I was thinking of um, uh, fucking Evil Dead with the tree. <laughs> yeah, it's just like oh my fucking god. So like this movie that has like nothing going on and then the last act is just kill 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 and that's all this movie has going on for it. Yeah. Um so yeah, um Ed and, and Pam they find Sue with her head fucking chopped off and um Ed opens up the, the door and then sees everybody else dead. Um and then they see that the, the dad's coming even though they still don't know who this person is, but obviously we know who it is. We've known since the fucking beginning. Um they go to hide and then Ed goes out to play fucking hero and he gets knocked out and then almost gets his head chopped off with the with the axe and then mm-hmm. Pam goes out and, and like I think knocks him and then grabs like a knife and s- stabs him. Yeah. So like they do that and then he acts like he's all dead and whatnot. And then they, they run to the car to to you know Escape. leave. Um the car even from the beginning they kind of showed that it, it doesn't like to issues. start yeah. so like Pam's like flooding the fucking car like Ed's like kind of out of it and he's like come on go 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 and then we st- we see that the dad gets up and walks away and then he starts like stabbing through like the roof of the car and he's like oh fuck oh fuck you know he's like come on go 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 and of course like at the last second the fucking car oh, starts sure. <laughs> and then it run right into um, like this um, concrete or cement brick oh, yeah. and then like the this guy scene is pretty cool though actually. It is. And they also use like the, the cigarette later, but okay. Oh yeah. The car isn't even on. There's <laughs> no they don't even have it in like in auxiliary or anything. <laughs> and they they turn the cigarette later on and it it's working and they stab it on the guy's hand. The car it's not on. Like not even in anything. I think they took the key, the keys completely out before they drove off, and then that's when it started. And then yep. we we hear Ed say, "It's my dad." <laughs> yeah, yeah, I heard that. I'm like, wait, that's my dad. Like, are you trying to defend this motherfucker? And yeah. Just, like again, he's so monotone about it. It's, it's my, my dad. dad. It's like what the fuck. And then, like, a, are you in on this? <laughs> a cop shows up. I know that the guy radioed in earlier, but the cop comes in and. Keep in mind, the dad, I think they, they back away because they tell him to, is split in half completely. You see, like, the, the oh, body yeah. fall, which is really, really cool. It's a cool shot. But this motherfucker is still alive, full capacity, takes the goddamn battle axe, chops the cop's when he's like, like two halves. leg off. 
And then he finally dies. <laughs> and then we get to they, a hospital. They give their statements and shit. Yeah. And then, yeah. We go to a hospital, and then Ed goes to see Pam, and he puts his hand on her shoulder, and then it ends. It's just it's so all over the place. That's the best I can describe this movie, and, and like, like With walk that, like people through. Like, making it sound like, decent. Yeah, it's... it's if you're gonna watch this, just watch it for the dad getting split in half. Yeah, that the ending is really the only redeeming the, factor. In the my special opinion. effects are good. Okay, the practical yeah. effects they are very good, and that's definitely where most of that money went, and also paying these people off to act in this trash movie. Um, like, it's just bad. If you guys want to watch a bad movie for the sake of it being bad and knowing that you're not gonna get anything good out of it, go ahead and watch it. But it's not um, gonna be like a bad, good in a funny no, way movie. No. So I'm 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 gonna get straight to it. My fucking rating on this thing is like a, a point five <laughs> out of ten. Blood splatters, I'm sorry. I, I'm not even sorry. Like this this is just this is awful. If they had to remake a movie, remake this one and make it better. Right. Well apparently they did. No we didn't know about it. <laughs> no. Um but I'm gonna be able to point five blood splatters. That's like a drop of blood. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna be a little nicer because, like I said, I didn't enjoy the ending. I thought it was that those the practical effects are really cool. I love practical effects. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they were used pretty well, and they did all right with that. But, um, plot wise, everything else about the movie, I just did not like it. It, it bored me. It. it, it it struggled to keep my interest and like yeah. it was just it was cheesy and not in a good way no um, not at all bad acting i'm gonna it's give it one dad. i'm gonna give it one star one blood splatter <laughs> okay you're gonna give it one yeah i'm okay. gonna be generous but i i am very curious for the people who do like this movie can you try to convince me to like yeah. this can you tell yeah, me let why you know. like this like what is it that you like about Maybe it you'll change our minds don't say it's the special effects. Okay, we're on there with you for that. That's why I'm giving it a point five because that's the only thing that's holding this fucking thing together. <laughs> um, this, I need something more um, to persuade me to think of this. Almost, it almost has no point to it. it there, there, there isn't uh, a point at all. Uh, it's just there to. Like I've seen some bad horror movies, but like they usually did something for the community, or like you know, like it had some kind of message. But this is just like this doesn't even try to push boundaries. This is just like on the tailcoats of everything else that came out, you know? Yeah, it's like I've, I feel like I've seen it before. Yeah, it's it's awful. I think it's the worst we've rated the movie. Oh, it is. I've never <laughs> given anything I think below a five point oh. five. This is fucking trash. <laughs> Um, but there is one positive thing that I can say about this episode is that this week we are starting our new series um, or season, whatever you want to call it. It's um, our Within the Barons um, interview series, which is us just interviewing people. And I want to say that our first uh, episode that will be out on Tuesday, which is the day after this, is going to be with Sean and Candy. Of the house that screams. Yes, and um, it's going to be a great episode, and I really hope that you guys enjoy this new series that we're going on, because we've been wanting to add more to the show for everybody, and to add an extra episode um, 
for everybody instead of just doing the the one show a week. So we're going to be doing around to that. Yep, we're going to be doing our usual movie reviews, and then there will be a bonus. Um, well, not even a bonus. It's an actual part of the show now of interviews. And this week, you guys are actually very, very um, um, not lucky, but privileged. I will say because you're going to be getting three episodes. Ooh. So you're going to be getting this. You're going to be getting the House That Screams because interview. Because we love you. <laughs> and then you guys are going to be getting our Death Drop Gorgeous Crew interview on Wednesday. So there's a lot of stuff coming out this week. Not every week is going to be like this. Um, I'm still going to figure out when the best day is going to be to release everything. Uh, the only reason why I'm doing it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday this week is to kind of just get everything out for everybody and yeah. get some feedback from from everybody who listens and um to, you know get support out there for the movies and the podcasts so there's a lot of really cool shit that's happening um on the show and the other day like i, I was almost fucking in tears because of how crazy everything is just going you know yeah. um like aaron and i like we started this just as as fun and it's still just you know to do it as fun uh, but where it's going now it's is getting like bigger than I even thought we could ever. It's 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 mind blowing. It really is, uh, and it's all thanks to you know all of our supporters and everybody who listens to us. And you know, thank you for inspiration. You know, we got yeah other podcasts like the House of Screams that inspired Dustin to and uh yeah. bring me on board with this, and mm-hmm. I'm glad glad I did. And, you know, I, I thank you every episode and every week for doing this with me. And uh, I know you're not that much of a, a talker, but, you know, this is definitely something that you do better. have a, a passion for that I can see. Which I don't know if this was ever something that you thought you would have a passion for. No, honestly, not until I met you. Yeah, it's like podcasting was something that I never really thought of doing until now Set Screams. And you guys will learn all about that on, on Tuesday. And. So. It's great. If you haven't listened to The House That Screams, what the fuck are you doing? Make sure you do. <laughs> they, they are uh, great they're folk rebunk- over there. They're a rambunctious crew, but they're a lot of fun. Yeah, they're great. And sorry for putting you through this absolutely atrocious movie and review. And But it wouldn't be a review podcast if we didn't like, have a shitty movie here and there. Point five. This is definitely... You good? Yeah. This is definitely going to be going on the record. I'm going to... I don't even know, man. I don't really, like, put out our ratings publicly for when we do it, because, you know, you guys listen to the show, but this is definitely going to be one I'm probably going to put on a plaque. Yeah, right. <laughs> what if we started doing that, putting it in the descriptions, like, our rating? Actually, no, because then neither the people don't have to listen, but... Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see. Um, yeah. You guys let us know. Do you want us to start putting the ratings in, in the comments or, like, the descriptions so you guys know? Yeah, like, an idea of what we think yeah. of it, or... Yeah, even though sometimes the ratings are very misleading, because there has been, like, low ratings I have put, but I really for enjoyed the movies, film. yeah. Because um, every movie is good in its own way, except for this one. I mean, I will <laughs> say, um, when and if we do do the Firestarter remake, it's going to oh. be a low, low one. It's not going to be as low as this one. <laughs> But it's gonna be a low rating. It's it. It's not a good movie. <laughs> it's really not. And um, I don't think I have anything else to add or, or say for anything. Is there anything that you feel like I, I haven't touched on that we need to? Uh... I think all that's need, needed to be said so far has been said. Yeah. So seriously, guys, thank you so fucking much 
for this you know giving us amazing. a chance to to do this type of thing and like kind of making dreams become a reality because uh, of the people that we have lined up that we're going to be talking to I never thought in a million fucking years that I would be able to talk to them um, and we, we also have really good opportunities and actually have been giving some things to get early peaks at that we're going to be getting people on um, so this is fucking awesome and it's all thanks to our fans you know and um, Aaron and I next year are going to start hitting the, um, the circuits for all the conventions that we possibly can get to I mean some of them are probably going to be a little bit of travels but hey dude it'll be fun we're, we're at the point it. right now that we can do that type of shit and it's all thanks to everybody who listens and supports us so thank you thank you thank you um, thank you yeah so this was the Baron's Hideout Podcast I was your host Dustin I was your host Aaron and thank you crazy motherfuckers for coming on this year and a couple months ride with us and we're not stopping anytime soon we're really really not so thank you guys so much for supporting us and continuing to support us and giving us a chance to uh have a voice in the horror community thank you guys so much love you guys bye